Welcome everyone. I'm excited for this episode because I am currently going through a journey of creation on a YouTube channel that I've started with my partner, Joellen. Through the learning process, there are so many tidbits that I thought would be helpful to share with my audience here on the podcast. another channel to create revenue for people out there that have businesses that just might not realize the power of that income stream. There's so many options to create revenue on YouTube where you don't really have to be on camera. Some people actually just show videos and images of other sources and commentate over it. And then some people get, for lack of a better term, someone who is comfortable on camera, like an actor, but not an actor. You pull in somebody in your own field and you ask them if they'd be willing to be the person on camera while you share your expertise. For example, through the investigative work of learning all of the YouTube secrets, let's say, that's what they're called. You know, there's people that are doing things like plumbing. There's a guy on YouTube that besides his brick and mortar or local business where he lives, he'll shoot a video on how to change out a faucet, a filter in a dishwasher. With YouTube, you can take any niche that you're in or any business that you're in and make revenue by putting up content that is helpful to the rest of the world. Now, there's a lot that goes into it, so I don't want this to sound as if you can film yourself, upload a video, put it out to the world, and then everyone's just going to find what you have. And over time, you will get revenue streams by placing affiliate links in your description and getting ad revenue. There's so many things that go into this, but I am definitely without really knowing it, becoming more and more of an expert in the field of YouTube creation. So much so that I'm on various forums and Facebook groups where people will put up their links of their YouTube channels and I'll go check it out. I can immediately spot three to five different things that could use some improvement. So I don't want to make it sound really hard, but it's definitely not just recording a video and throwing it up. You have to set up your channel properly. You have to go in and do all of the foundational work first, get the channel set up, get your cover art correct, pick your niche. And even when I started this channel with my partner, Joellen, we have a very broad niche in the sense that right now our channel is more of a lifestyle channel than it is anything else. But there are people out there that are very, very, very specific. There are channels out there that only deal with women's makeup, or there are channels out there that only do product reviews. And to niche it down further, they only do, let's say, drone product reviews. The more you can be laser focused on the channel, the easier it will be for you. Some people that really get laser focus also start to get a little nervous that they're going to run out of content. So it's a real balancing act when you are creating a YouTube channel and you want to share your information. The first thing to do is to know that if you're going to do this, it's definitely not going to be a money-making venture right away. 
It's going to take probably a couple years to get to the point where you become a trusted advisor. You show up more and more when people go up there and search for content that you specialize in. And again, all in the background are all of the foundational things you've set up on your channel, like your channel keywords and tags in there where people can find you. Without that, you are literally like creating a brick and mortar store on Main Street and you have no signage out and no one has any idea what it is that you do. So there's all of these things in the background that have to happen and all of the foundation in place on a channel. But literally, no matter what it is that you do, there are people out there that are looking for that one piece of knowledge that you have that you think no one else really cares about. Or you say to yourself, why me? Why would anybody listen to me? Why would anybody listen to anybody? Some of the things that you share are just life lessons and experience and only you have. You tell your story a certain way. You don't have to have a PhD to explain how maybe you got over some sort of health issue. If something worked for you, there might be somebody out there that will type in the search line exactly what happened to you and you will pop up as a result to help them. So the point I'm trying to make is that if you have not created any video content, and it doesn't have to be on YouTube, but YouTube is currently the second largest search engine in the world and Google being the first. If you create this content and you just post it as maybe blog post on your website, it'll get found through SEO and through searches if your website is set up properly. But think of the impact you could have if you're on such a large platform like YouTube and you're very careful about how you set things up and the keywords and tags that you put in and it will make a huge difference. It'll be another stream of revenue for you if it's done correctly. Literally, there's not one thing that you can't search for up on Google or YouTube that you won't get results for. And so you can't say to yourself, what I have to offer won't be of interest to someone because I can guarantee, you know, like I think they use examples like underwater basket weaving. To be honest, I don't think I've searched it, but I think that's one that various people who talk about YouTube have laughed about, like, you know, what's the chances of finding that? Actually, I'm going to look right now. You have to check it out. So go to YouTube. If you think the knowledge that you have is not valuable to other people or would be no interest to other people, I want you to go to YouTube and I want you to type in underwater basket weaving and you will see all the results that pop up on YouTube. And that should squash any doubt you have in your mind that what you have to offer won't be of interest to anyone else. Because that clearly is a subject that I would have never thought I would find in a YouTube search. And it doesn't cost you except for the time it takes to shoot the videos and edit them. But the end result could be something really powerful for your business. For example, in one of my earlier podcasts, I interviewed chef Jason Wyrick, who is a New York Times bestselling co-author on vegan food. And he has a local restaurant here in Phoenix, and he also has a food delivery service. And if he was to go and create a YouTube channel and every once in a while throw up one of these recipes that he does, all that would do is help him to promote those businesses, showing that he is an authority in vegan cooking, and it would bring attention to what it is that he does. So if you are a business owner or entrepreneur and you are scratching your head because of 
the times that we're living in with COVID-19, I really think you should look into marketing yourself through video because it's definitely a platform that is not costly to get into. It's time consuming, but ultimately the end result of driving traffic to your business or bringing people into your circle as you being an expert in your field is something that you can't ignore. It's like having free TV commercials. You're doing all the work yourself. And the end result is it will drive traffic to your business. So my hope from this episode is that if you've been ignoring video as a platform, specifically YouTube, I highly suggest you start looking into figuring out ways to record yourself, get your channel set up, just go to YouTube and say how to set up a YouTube channel and you'll get thousands of hits. But I would make sure that you just don't go up and do it on your own. Follow the procedures that so many of these experts have done and put up these videos and it'll tell you all the things that you need to do. And once the channel is up, that's the foundation. Then you shoot your first video. You could create the excuse or the reason that you can't shoot a video is because you don't have the proper camera or lighting or microphone or editing software. If you shoot it on your smartphone, if you have a great phone with a great camera, that's all you need. And then you might say, well, what about editing it? Well, there are a ton of videos on YouTube if you search how to edit a video on your phone. So hopefully I've squashed all of your excuses or your reasons why you might not want to go do this. So get your phone out. If you don't have any other equipment, shoot yourself your first video, write out bullet points. You don't want to be reading from a script. You want it to sound natural. So write out bullet points that you might be able to just glance at from time to time. As you get better at editing, you can look at a bullet point and then look back into the camera. And that's the other thing. Make sure you're actually looking into the camera portion on your phone. There's so many people that look at the screen and look at themselves while they're recording, but they don't look over to the left or the right where the actual camera is. So it's just an odd way of watching someone's video. So look into the camera, check out your first bullet point, look up at the camera, talk about it. If you know how to edit, then look down at the second bullet point, then look back up at the camera, talk about it. And that's the way you should do your flow. Don't make them long. Anything longer than 10 minutes as you initially start this will just be too overwhelming. And then you can stop the recording, then go up to YouTube, put in a search how to edit a video on your phone. It might be how to edit a video on your iPhone or how to edit a video on your Android. I don't know. I don't edit on a phone. I edit on my computer. But once you do all that, then you upload the video. There are things you need to be aware of, which is the thumbnail is very important to drive viewers to that particular video that you just recorded. So I would do a YouTube search on what's the best way to create thumbnails. I use Canva, so that's another source for you. But the thumbnail is, again, a way of you standing up and waving your arms in the air saying, look at me. So the thumbnail just can't be a bad photo and uninteresting text. It has to be something that grabs the attention of the viewers and says to them, hey, come and look at me. Come and look at this video. So there's a bunch of YouTube videos that will help you with all this. But again, the core reason I wanted to do this episode, because I am currently going through this YouTube journey and 
there are so many things that I'm learning. By going through this process, I'm actually becoming an expert at understanding how to set up these channels and how to fine tune them with the keywords and tags, how to make sure my thumbnails look great. And I'm really excited about the creative process. And I know that this could be a really great revenue source for many of you who currently are not on YouTube or who are not producing video. So I hope this was helpful. Once again, I can't thank you enough for listening to my podcast. I hope you liked the content. Once again, I know it's a real mixture of guests and content but I really wanted to have sort of a variety channel that dealt with businesses and people that had interesting stories, people that are living life on a high level. And I hope that you are enjoying what you're hearing. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.